0: Hi, welcome to the Podcasting with Friends Movie Edition. I'm Nick Moffat, and I'm here with Derek Deal.
1: Hey.
0: And Brandon Bowlby. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about the movies that are coming out in summer of 2017. We're playing along with our favorite movie podcast, the Slash Filmcast. They have the Summer Movie Wager where they guess what the top 10 highest grossing domestic summer movies are going to be. You can look it up online at thesummermoviewager.com, and there's all sorts of stats and what movies are in the lead, and you can also play along. And so we're playing along, and we've got the same competition going on. So we're going to go through what we think are going to be the top 10 highest grossing movies of the summer. Brandon, you want to go over your top 10?
2: So my number one is Spider-Man Homecoming, two Guardians of the Galaxy 2, uh, three Despicable Me 3, number four War of the Planet of the Apes, five Wonder Woman, six Cars 3, seven Pirates of the Caribbean, five, eight Transformers 5, nine Rough Night, and ten Dunkirk. Um, and then we have three Dark Horses, and my three are Alien Covenant, and then the Mummy, and then the Hitman's Bodyguard.
0: All right. Derek, what about you? I got
1: number one, Guardians of the Galaxy, number two, Despicable Me 3, number three, Wonder Woman, number four, Spider-Man Homecoming, number five, Pirates of the Caribbean 5, number six, Transformers 5, seven, War of the Planet of the Apes, eight, Cars 3, nine, Dunkirk, and ten, King Arthur. My uh, dark horses are The Mummy, Alien, Covenant, and Baywatch.
0: All right. So yeah, my top ten are number one, Guardians, volume two, Number two, Transformers 5. Number three, Despicable Me 3. Number four, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number five, Cars 3. Number six, War for the Planet of the Apes. Number seven, Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Number eight, Wonder Woman. Number nine, Baywatch. Number 10, Dunkirk. And for the Dark Horses, I have The Mummy, Rough Knight, and Alien Covenant. Obviously, we know summer movie season's already started, so we know where some of these are going to land already. Guardians Volume Two has already made a buttload of money. I think Derek's got like kind of advantage over us because he has Wonder Woman the highest. Wonder Woman had a really strong opening weekend. I think it's gonna have a solid second weekend. Where's your weekend. Wonder
2: Woman, Derek? Number three. Yeah, mine's five. Some of mine's too low. Yeah. I'm but... still
1: confident that that's that my number three is gonna be accurate when it's all said and done. But yeah, I mean, right now it's hard to say because like these other movies haven't come out yet. I don't know, it's off to a really strong start. Yeah. I think it, And I think it's got a good couple weeks ahead of it.
2: One thing I'm realizing on my list, the one through eight are all pre-existing IPs, and two of the Dark Horses are also that. So I only have three out of 13 movies that are not already existing franchises. Do you
1: consider Wonder Woman existing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Yeah. well, that's
0: nice, because I have one out of my top ten. <laughs> oh, my only one is Dunkirk. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah same with Dunkirk me.
2: Too. Yeah, Dunkirk. I mean, we'll see how it plays out. We know, I mean, most of these will be in here. It's just more of a matter of what order they'll yeah, yeah.
1: be in. I'm actually kind of shocked at Nick's Transformers 5 at number
0: 2. I don't know, man. Whoa, I, wow. I know that's really high. And obviously, I'm not looking forward to this movie. I haven't liked any of the Transformers <laughs> movies. But they always make so much money. And yeah. honestly, I did think this trailer was pretty good. Yeah. Like the trailer where the trailer it's like post-epic
2: as fuck. So
0: yeah, good. it's like post-apocalyptic. You've yeah. got that Flaming Lips song that's like really slow and sad and the fourth one I think people were kind of caught off guard because it wasn't the same cast as the first three. I'm just I guess I'm hoping that people are going to come back and make opening it for your list's sake not for the sake <laughs> of the industry. I mean honestly if all of a sudden with the fifth one they're like oh this one's actually good. I mean could that happen?
1: Honestly I don't think it could
0: happen. I don't think it could happen I, either I but it did happen with the Fast and Furious it series. Did, it <laughs> did
1: but they also mixed characters. up yeah, directors and the creative staff and stuff. I think the problem here is that Michael Bay makes Michael Bay movies and he doesn't change what he does
2: last year's number two was in the four hundred thousand still so you are thinking the fifth one will make more than i do get that high i
0: guess my cap for the summer movies is a little bit lower than 400 i guess too what are you yeah. predicting for guardians
1: of
2: the galaxy volume two
0: I'm thinking in the 300 range. I'm thinking like 350. Yeah. And maybe not. Obviously, like, I have no idea really. Last
2: year was a good year. When Guardians 1 was the top movie of the year four years ago, it like capped the year off at under 300,000. It was like in the 200. 300 range. I think it was like 325 200%. or something. Okay. So, yeah, it does fluctuate significantly. So the fact that last year had 2,400,000 was kind of an anomaly.
0: And I guess I'm just looking at the competition. You know, I'm like, I think Guardians is going to make the most. I feel like Transformers and Despicable Me kind of have that same thing going on where their franchises, they're kind of on. the down slope everyone still loves them it's still gonna make a buttload of money but are people still obsessed with minions or is it going down which is gonna make more money same thing with cars 3 I think that one's on the down a little bit Spider-Man 2 is like the big question mark because I mean, it's Marvel, so it's gonna make a bunch of money, but at the same time, I feel like people in the street are kind of confused about Spider-Man. Yeah. Like who is Spider-Man anymore? Yeah. There's been like fifteen different Spider-Man.
1: I think that's the only thing it has going against it. Another Spider-Man. Yeah, it's just a lot for people that don't follow like the Marvel movies and stuff. I think it has like, going against it's just
2: confusing. it. I mean, so I put Spider-Man at number one. And that was the biggest choice for me. I debated it for a long time, and I kind of decided to go with my gut. I feel like this Spider-Man is going to have the best of both worlds. It is much more of a kid's film than the last two series I've been, Sam Raimi's and Mark Webb's. It is, it, you know, it takes place in high school. The actor they got has a lot more comedy. Like, he's going to be making jokes the whole time. It's going to be way more silly. And it's going to be super controlled by Marvel. And I think that's it's going to be executed in a controlled environment, but it'll be executed very well. It will have the Despicable Me kids that are going to freak out and want to take their parents to see it three times. And it's going to also have the entire Marvel blockbuster crowd that needs to pour in there for the MCU. And that's my prediction. Yeah. And I think it might go that way. And if it does, I feel like... Like that it has the kids crowd that will topple over Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: I mean, you, you could totally be right. Groot. Baby Groot, though, yeah. <laughs>
2: baby Groot. The Group
0: factor. Yeah. The thing that I think is kind of going to make and break a lot of these movies is the buzz. I kind of feel like we're in a time period where there's so many sequels and reboots, people are getting sick of it, but at the same time, those are the movies that people want to go see, because that's what's familiar to them. I think we're in a weird space where people are going to wait and see about the buzz for a lot of them.
2: Word of mouth and online buzz means more now than it ever has yeah movies come out on friday huge and like years before they can drop off significantly on saturday just because of twitter and rotten tomato over the course of one night yeah four or five years ago that was not possible if you had a big opening friday they could predict 100 percent what it would do saturday and sunday and that's not as much the case anymore
0: earlier in the year we see with like Get Out that movie got huge buzz and it I mean that movie was in the theater three months because hey. people just kept going and seeing it yeah. with uh, Guardians and Wonder Woman both those movies got incredible buzz made a bunch of money and then you've got Pirates which didn't really get any buzz at all it was just yeah. kind of like okay Pirates came out and yeah made a bunch of money but not nearly as much as they were hoping yeah. The same weekend Baywatch came out and got the worst buzz ever and it tanked that's really terrible for me because I have it <laughs> on my list I was hoping it was like The Rock came know he's
2: gonna (laughs) yeah aliens tanked already yeah i mean this is kind of a post analysis i don't know how much we should be doing that yet but we do know the fate of some of these movies so far and the reactions people are having to them are interesting pirates Is not gonna make as much money as they thought it would make. It's still gonna be in the top ten, I'm sure. But probably closer to the bottom. Closer to the bottom. I
1: think Wonder Woman is going to end Pirates next week. Yeah. Like like no one's gonna see Pirates next weekend. By
0: the by the third weekend. Well with the mummy coming out next weekend. Yeah. It's like who's gonna go see Pirates? Right. And And, Aliens is all but done and forgotten about. Oh, Aliens dropped off so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Another one I'm really hoping for is War from the Planet of the Apes. I'm really hoping that one comes out and even though it's the third in the franchise I think that that one has had life on video more than it has in the theater. They're, they're dependable
2: at the box office.
0: Yeah and I'm it. hoping that the third one is just going to be an amazing movie yeah. and people are just gonna flock to I, it. I
2: feel like I've heard general respect for that series even among people who don't talk about movies all that much or look into movies all that much. When I do express my excitement about the third one they acknowledge and seem pretty aware at the quality that that series has. And I think that's going to carry over. I mean, I probably put it a few spots higher. It's going to be a personal favorite of the summer, but I put it at number four. I think that movie could pull its weight just in its actual genuine quality. I'm hoping so. I think that's the biggest thing it has. It doesn't have the hype or fandom for it Planet have the, of the Apes. No one really cares the about the apes. Like it the Woody star
1: Harrelson pull. and a monkey. Yeah. But a people are going to people
2: are gonna see it and I think they're going to love it and make all their friends come back. <laughs> yeah. Dick, where do you have Planet of the Apes on yours?
1: I put it at number seven. So I think it's going to do what the other ones did. It doesn't get a lot of hype, but everyone kind of goes see it because the last one was really good. Yeah. And they're expecting to get the same thing. It's almost like they have to advertise it to get new people. In, but I think there's just a lot of people that are like I like those movies I'm gonna go see this one yeah that's why I don't think it's gonna destroy but I think it's
2: gonna do really well I
1: hope it does really well because I think they deserve it too I think they're really good
2: definitely one thing that always seems to happen every summer is not necessarily rom-com but adult comedy that pulls its weight sometimes it's a full adult female comedy and like a full cop bro comedy mm-hmm. that appears in the top 10 because those always last in the summer and yeah. people want to go see them and they go in huge groups so what did you guys kind of pick for that spot
0: i picked the rough night and i have it as a dark horse i guess i had baywatch as that movie and it did not turn out to be that movie i think baywatch kind of came out too early in the summer too like if maybe if it came out in july it may have had a different reaction but people just not into it i heard it was bad but on top of that people just weren't into it but i have rough night as a dark horse
2: i have rough night as my number nine it has the cast it has all the female comedy stars that people are really hyped about and want to see. It's got Scarlett
1: Johansson. She brings money.
2: It's got the writers of Broad City. I think for sure is going to be an extremely fun movie and people are going to want to go see it. I yeah. am. Um, I am however regretting The Hitman's Bodyguard. I have that as my dark horse and I saw a trailer for it yesterday for Wonder <laughs> Woman. Like, I was sucked into that movie. I think maybe I should have put that as my number nine. That movie is going to be fun and well made. Perfect cop comedy. I don't
1: think any of the R-rated comedies are going to make it
2: into the top ten. I didn't put anything in there. Is there a PG-13 comedy? Not that I know of. <laughs> there has to be. There's always one. They're like, if you go back the like, last six years, there is one, if not always two, that jump in that spot.
0: So one that like I'm Dunkirk, re- maybe? <laughs> 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 I don't even have it on my list at all, but one that I'm really hoping has this thing where I'm really hoping the buzz will be so strong that it'll just make a ton of money is Baby Driver. Yeah. you know, Edgar Wright's new movie, he's not notorious to make a bunch of movies, but he's consistently quality. Everyone seems to love his movies, and I'm hoping that this is the one where people see the trailer, it gets great buzz, and people actually go and see it. It's
1: possible. I feel like it opens against Despicable Me 3 and stuff like that. But, but those, those are two totally No, for sure. Show. For sure. I think if I was to pick one that's the one I would put my cards on not because I think it's going to happen but because I want it to happen so badly and I think Edgar Wright really deserves it
2: he deserves a high grossed film he too. does he's yeah.
1: every movie he makes they're all cult classics yeah he's often spoken in the same sentence as Quentin Tarantino and yeah he has the same curse as like Kevin Smith like his movies barely hit 30 million mm-hmm. yeah ever I really hope this is the <laughs> one
0: because just the cast is so good you've yeah. got so many famous people on Jamie Foxx and John. Han- Um, I really think the biggest thing holding back this movie is the name. Baby Driver doesn't really, yeah, it's a weird name it doesn't jump out for anyone. It's got that
2: like off-the-cuff scrotal recall kind of, like, what is this? This is a weird name, like, I'll remember it. Yeah. The Baby that Drives? (laughs) Was that on your I did not put it on my list. I guess
0: that's what I'm hoping will make money. Yeah. I should have put it as a dark horse, but really it's one of those things where it wasn't even on my radar of making a bunch of money, it's just on my radar of movies that I really, really want to see and i don't know about you guys that totally what happened to me last year where everyone talked about last year being a disappointment there weren't any good movies that came out last summer but i saw a bunch of good indie movies last summer besides civil war and i did have a great time watching the new independence day but (laughs) i think that was because i was hungover. (laughs) but still like last year during the summer i saw like green room and don't think twice and just a bunch of like smaller movies that got me really
2: excited about film so what else is there in that vein this year I'm really psyched for Atomic Blonde. Oh, yeah. The Charlie's Theoran. is so good. If not for Baby Driver, Atomic Blonde would be my number one movie I'm looking forward to this summer. And it's gotten some really, really good hype in its pre-screening so far. Yeah. I bet you
1: both of those are going to hit really hard with the fan. They're going to knock it out of the park. Both the movies are going to be just fantastic.
0: And, I mean, Charlie's Theoran is such a awesome actress. She's so cool. She's proven for years that she can be a dramatic actress. Yeah. But now she's, like, rebuilding her career as an awesome action star. Yeah. With with Mad Max: Fury Road, and then Furious Eight, and with this movie, she just looks totally badass. Yeah. Like the action that they show in that trailer is just unbelievable. When she ties that guy around the neck and then jumps out the window, just that looks awesome. Yeah. Also, she's bisexual. I think is also pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got James McAvoy who's like, I think I love you. Oh, yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> really cool. Are there any movies you guys are looking forward to that you don't have on your top 10 high school One scene?
1: One movie that was it Sundance, I think it also made a really big splash was The Big Sick. Oh, yeah. It sold for like $12 million. To what is The on. Big Sick? That is Kumail Nanjiani and his wife Emily Gordon wrote a movie about how they met. Because yeah, they have a really fascinating story. He's from Pakistan, I think, and she's American. And so they had a lot of interesting conflicts with their family. And It's directed by the guy that directed Wet Hot American Summer. Michael Showalter. Yes. He's directing this movie. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's what I thought it was. He did yeah.
0: it. last year. He did Hell My Name Is Doris. Yeah, which was actually like a really good movie for me. The Big Sick has like everything going for it. Yeah. It's got these hot comedians. Yeah, a really personal story. A director who's really competent with comedy and balancing some drama in there too. Yeah, to me, it's got everything going for it. I'm really excited about this movie. Yeah,
1: the trailer alone was really funny. <laughs> yeah, Kumail he used to be regular on Harmontown and stuff, so it's really cool to see him actually making it, being able to do this creative stuff on
2: his own. Okay, yeah, I'm really excited for Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. It's this French-produced, funded sci-fi blockbuster directed by Luc Bézon, who did The Fifth Element. The trailer looks absolutely nuts. The last film that came out that looked like this was Jupiter Ascending. While well, that movie kind of had everything going for it with the Wachowskis, it kind of did fall flat. But if this movie can pull it off, it could easily be one of my favorite movies of the year.
0: Yeah, this is like one of those movies where it looks totally original. I have a feeling it's going to, like, bomb in the block off. Block off. Blah, blah,
2: blah, blah. blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> How about in uh, the, your opinion of it? How do you think it could slide?
0: I mean, I'm not sure. I know I saw The Fifth Element, but like as a kid, I haven't seen it since then. Yep. And so for me, honestly, the trailer didn't jump out at me. Yep. I wasn't so into the kids. But if you guys like it, you know, <laughs> people like it, I'll, I'll go see it and I'll it, probably it. Just like it just looks
2: so ambitious, and I hope they can pull it off. I wish Wachowski's last big film was amazing, and this could take its place, hopefully.
1: Yeah, kind of right in the middle. I would love to see him do a good movie again. And I think this movie could be really important if it succeeds, because I believe it's the largest produced entirely French production. Maybe just ever. It's over $200 million budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is one of those so, make or break things. Yeah. Nobody in the They're States there. might
2: care about it, or everyone might. He
1: doesn't flop though either even like lucy which nobody liked but it still made crazy amount of money he like, knows what he's doing yeah he knows how to sell a movie so hopefully he pulls it off with this it could be really great
0: yeah one other movie i wanted to bring up called it comes at night i really don't know anything about this movie except that it's a horror movie and the trailer is creepy as all hell something's coming Something out of that <laughs> i haven't seen the trailer i'll have to check it out oh yeah. really it looks really scary I really like horror movies, especially in the summer. Just something about going to a horror movie when everything else is so bright in the world, escaping into a dark nightmare <laughs> yeah. is really fun. Yeah. You guys should check that out, too. And so, I mean, I think that pretty much wraps it up. We're going to be back in a few weeks. Uh, where can we find you guys online? Instagram, Brandon underscore Bulby.
1: at Chicken ChickenTac on Twitter.
0: I'm at Moffman23 on Twitter, and you can also follow me on Letterboxd. I don't know if you guys have that, but that's my main movie-watching application. My name is Nick Moffitt on there, with two Fs and two Ts. You guys are on Letterboxd, too, right? Yeah, yeah. follow us all on Letterboxd.
2: Yeah. I think I'm at Chicken Tech on there, too. I'm at Beb727.
0: You should get on Letterboxd if you guys are movie lovers, because it's a great way to be social and talk about movies and stuff. Anyway, signing off. This has been Podcasting the Friends, movie edition. Have a nice day. Cheers. Bye.